Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. <laughs> you gotta learn the words before. I don't can... know. Like, what does she <laughs> say? Toxic touch. Um, something, something. She says touch? I'm slipping under is what well, I thought it said. Slipping under. I don't know. Google the lyrics. Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> <Are they> recording? <laughs> I'm leaving that in too. Why not? I've got, yeah, we should leave that Free in. Free Britney, guys. Free Britney. Britney. Hey, how's it going over there this week, Chip? You know, um, it's going. Like, I can't mean? believe it is um, almost Friday. We talked last week a little bit about the, um, and I don't need to um, steal the podcast again, but I do want to point something out. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about how Lindsay L., who I manage, is doing a live stream yeah. this Friday. Yes. And um, so that is kind of what my life has has been. But I also want to give a shout out to a listener mm-hmm. whose name is um, Anne Marie. Yeah. Who slid into our DMs Correct. and offered the most generous thing in the world. She said, I was listening to that casual podcast and I heard you and Kelly talking about the fundraiser for musicians. I just got my stimulus check and would love to donate it to this cause. I miss live music so much and they need it more than me. Anyway, I wasn't sure what the best way to get you the money was, which is fucking so great. awesome. So like, great. I love that there are angels on earth like this that mm-hmm. like actually can step outside of their own bodies and like think about other people for a minute. So, Anne-Marie, thank you. I'm also going um, I'm going to get you the link to you'll have it by Friday, but I'm also going to send you some codes so that you and your friends can watch the live stream for free. Oh, so, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Look at that. There that was like go. a pay it forward yeah. and then she got some back. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, when I got that message, I was just like, oh, our listeners are awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah, it was really amazing. Thank you guys so much for being willing to help out, too, because I know the crew people really, really, really will appreciate this. Yeah, so. I mean, it is it is such a struggle. Like, I mean, even going back to work is challenging because of COVID. Right. You know, like, we actually had a scare yesterday and had to replace some people. Oh, you did? Yeah. So That's it's what happens like, every time we do a shoot, too. It's like the day before people start dropping yeah. my class. Or the CMAs. It was like... All these performers had to cancel last minute because they ended up testing positive. Yeah. So it's and just we, this weird you time. You have to take it so seriously. Like you can't yeah. like 
turn an event like this into a super spreader. So. Right, right. Yeah. So you just been knee deep in that. Knee huh? deep in that. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You're still got this like swagger about <laughs> you. I love this. I redid my hair last night. I'm. It looks really platinum blonde, uh, yeah. and amazing. Yeah. Also, I'm just gearing up for Sledapalooza because I just feel it. It's coming. I feel the energy happening. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I was gonna make a joke about what you're gonna do. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Chips also maybe trying to turn some straights gay. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll tell that story. Anybody want to dapple? <laughs> Curious, anyone? <laughs> Curious. Um, well, I'm exhausted and I have not actually had a busy work week. It was like, I am going through such, I think I'm going through an emotional crisis of sorts. Oh, no. <laughs> like literally last week was so busy back on set and I started to feel like myself again, which was amazing. And I'm like finding my stride this week. I wasn't on set at all. And it's just weird. Like it's highs like highs and lows. Highs yeah. and lows. And like I get so confused emotionally. I'm like, am I okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know? And then like all of a sudden it's like you just feel like you want to go out and do normal things and you can't. Or yeah. like you said, like people have to drop out of work and it's just weird. And so I just keep going through these highs and lows. And I feel like then I'll shame myself. Like you should be out of this by now. Like life is going back to normal a little bit. You're fine. Like financially, you're fine. I feel like I should be emotionally fine, but I haven't been sleeping either. So well, I, think it's I mean, like, look, it's, there's so many forces that you can't control that are affecting it. Right. But I do think it's important to remind yourself that you're fine because otherwise those demonic thoughts that are yeah. telling you otherwise Can will take out over. Of control. Yeah. Right. I have a roof over my head. I have great people in my life. I, there's a lot to be grateful right. for. I think it's just like, it's still trying to navigate what this world is right now. And it's crazy. I mean, there's a new thing that happens all like feels like every day. And it's just like, what the, I just want that vaccine. I know I just, it, the world will be so much better once more people are vaccinated. And yeah, well, it's COVID. And then we kind of touched on some stuff last week too, that there's just all these things happening. Did you see Morgan Wallen released a statement? Yeah. 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 So I mean, I was actually impressed by it. Like it didn't, I think, look, I don't think it's time to just be like, okay, cool, you're forgiven. He's no, got he a lot of to, work like, to do. to do some work for a while, but for I sure. But I thought it was sincere. Yeah, I did too. It didn't feel like he was reading some PR person's statement. Oh, you I know. think he was reading something. Cause I, cause I definitely I think he had like, like points to hit. Well, that's a long yeah, statement like to make, and you want to make sure you say it in a way that you mean it. You know, I think the most important thing that he said was, if you are defending me right now, Stop. don't. Yeah. Because he's, he doesn't, he doesn't, de- he doesn't it. deserve to be defended. He deserves to be held accountable. Right. And do the work. I also think like the sobriety piece of it, you know, I mean, you and I had talked about this. 72 hour bender. He said a 72 hour bender. And like, I have said this before. I think I've said this on this podcast. COVID definitely, like I started drinking more than I was yeah. normally drinking. And before I knew it, I was drinking every day and stuff like that. That like, you don't really realize when you're in it what's happening, but your brain does get just like messed foggy, up yeah, and it's foggy, foggy and like you're doing things and you're like, who am I? Like right. it just that I totally understood. And I'm glad that he's taking that responsibility too to go to say like, I've noticed a pattern here. And when I'm doing these stupid things, I'm drunk. Yeah, so maybe I need to, yeah, yeah, I need to like look into that too. And I think that doesn't excuse what he said, but it's also like, something to look at for sure. Right. And I think a lot of us have gone through that since COVID and through this year and all of that. Yeah, it's about control. You know, it's like, look, you can't, when you fuck up 
and do something like that. You can't just be like, it was the alcohol's fault. No, it was Morgan's fault. He yes. said it. But you can you can make choices to have more control over the right. choices that you make. Well, and put yourself in a position when you're drunk, to succeed. Yeah, when you're drunk, like you, you're relinquishing some of that control. Right. And so, you know, maybe his path forward is going to be sobriety and he can make better decisions. Yes, I so agree with that's that. That's my hope for him. Me too, me too. Today is actually a new moon. Well, this will come out on Friday. So this is the day before. This is February 11th that we're actually recording. But it's a new moon, which is supposed to be the time to like set intentions. And I actually did a podcast earlier this week with um, Marv, the astrologer. Mm-hmm. People love Marv. He's intense. He's he super is. intense. He but like he's very insightful. And we did a podcast about the new moon. And apparently that has something to do with my sleep issues, but I have literally been up in the middle of the night for like four and five hours. And so has my boyfriend. So like, we're like having fucking conversations in the middle. Like we're just like, you know, like we're, we're awake. It's just so bizarre. And so we're both so depleted and exhausted. I can't even like think straight. Oh, I slept like a rock last night. Damn you. <laughs> not to, not to brag, but <laughs> not to brag. Sorry. Sorry for your loss. Just like, <laughs> so well rested. So well rested. <laughs> anyway, well, he woke up last night and I was, because it had happened the night before he's, a, he's got a lot of work stress going on and he gets on his phone and like I can feel him scrolling through like Twitter and the light, can't and, the light and like I just I have this I just can't like I'm too much of an empath too. like I just feel energy when people are unsettled and so I just get so frustrated and last night I was like no because once I'm awake right I'm fucked put that shit down put it down I started, so you know what I passive aggressively did oh no <laughs> picked up my phone googled why it's bad to look at your phone before you're trying to go to sleep and started just sending him articles and he was like so he's laying next to me and I'm sending <laughs> these articles he's like okay stop I but like I'll it. put it down I get it. But I'm just like, dude. And then we were up until five. And then oh you sleep God, for another hour worst. and then you have to get up. Yeah, that's it's the just, worst. So anyway, that's what's been happening over here. Hopefully well, fresh Mercury's start. in retrograde too, right? There's just always, it's yeah. like, what these has, damn planets and I moons. mean, all these God. planets and just being a sensitive person, you feel all of it. So yeah. I am really needing a break from the universe. So universe, that's my intention. Please help me. I'm trying to manifest. <laughs> well, we got that. a three day weekend that we're rolling into. So yes, exactly. Maybe you can get some rest this weekend. And we'll see about that. <laughs> anyway, one thing that I did do this week because, like I said, work wasn't super busy, and I had a podcast re- need to reschedule, and so I was like, "Oh, I have the afternoon. You know what I'm going to do? Watch Framing Britney." Oh my god, it was so good. I actually watched it, like. W- live on Friday night, which I probably haven't done. Right. I can't remember the last time I watched live Who TV. Who watches live TV? Yeah. yeah. I don't even have live. I had to go to a friend's house to watch it. Right. Well, it's on Hulu. If you don't know what we're talking about, the New York Times did a documentary about Britney Spears. And I've been a Britney Spears fan for years. Like when I, she put out I'm a Slave for You, I literally almost died. Yeah. I mean, that was just like I was in love. She's also a Louisiana girl. So, you know. Props to her for that. Shout out, Louisiana. Um, but I have been really increasingly sad over the last however many years. It's been since the major meltdown, I would say. Because, you know, it just seems like Britney's sort of falling apart. Un- unraveling. Unraveling. Yeah. And this was such an interesting documentary. I don't want to do, like, spoiler alerts completely. But I do want to talk through a little bit of how 
uh, just how sad all of this was. I mean, my overall feeling of the whole documentary was sad. Sadness. Sadness. Yeah, I mean... Uh, this I don't think this is a spoiler alert, but she's not in it. Like it's yeah, she's it's not in it. it's um, there's interview footage of people that are, were around her in her rise to fame, still around her a little bit, um, and then lots of like you know old footage. Mm-hmm. So there are like sound bites and interview clips and things from Britney, but she did not speak to the producers of this film. Right. So. Um, yeah, like I, it made me really sad. I, you know, obviously she's an icon. There's so many songs of hers that I love. Um, but you know, I felt like I learned a lot about her. I always kind of thought, and this is going to sound really shitty. I always thought she was kind of just dumb. Yeah, I did too. Um, and I think it has to do with like the baby voice and like she, I just remember like watching a lot of interviews, like where it was like, she could barely answer the question that was posed and um, and I don't know if it was because she was dumb or she was ill prepared or well, you do know, you know what I think so it was? sheltered. I've watched and I forgot how young she was. She was a child. I mean, legit child. Yeah. Like she's actually her first record deal was before she was sixteen. Yeah, she was signed at fifteen. So it's just like who? Yeah. I just start to think about the stuff that I've had to do publicly, and I'm like, oh my god. Well, I mean, the truth is, is like she. It, when you when you become professional at 15 like your education is suffering as a result of it right and it was so meteoric that it wasn't like you know you could she had time to even be tutored and like kind of like have a normal like senior Mm -hmm. year well she also was on the mickey mouse club before that and so i think she wasn't in school well she did um because i watched it i watched it again last night just to prep for this after Mickey Mouse Club, she went back to Kentwood right. and was in school for two years. She played basketball. She yeah. was like a normal girl. You want to know something funny? My high school played her ba- her high school team as well. Like oh, we played each funny. other. We were in the same division. So, so I've been are to you Kentwood. all close in the same age? You, you, I think. I think she's thirty eight. I feel like she's a year older than me. Maybe I never. But she was never on the team when I played. Could so you imagine if you'd played Britney Spears? What if I was like a? You're like I dunked a on a that dunk bitch. On <laughs> <laughs> um, she yeah I mean it's like I there were moments there are moments in it where I was like okay she is not stupid and I think like I really do believe that like some of the stuff that she's doing now which to me on a surface like just looking at Instagram thing is this is when I am most concerned about her right now because it just seems like she's drugged or something right there is something going on but I do I believe that she's sending messages. Like oh, I, think, I do too. I 100% think that like we need to be paying more attention to what she's saying because it's not just crazy. Mm-mm. Like these are real cries for help. These are real messages that she is asking people to hear her. Well, that was sort of what I took away. Again, I was like you and just thought, you know, she's way more involved and smart and um, – just she was making more of the decisions in her career than I think we understood. Like she had such a hand in it. Cause I always sort of thought of her as like this girl who would get up there and dance and maybe lip sing a little bit, you know, like I just was like, she's just like a pawn in the game, but really she was a lot of the creative parts of it and was such, you know, that kind of touring and all of that takes so much work and effort and thought and practice and all of that. And so I think she was, 
very much more involved in all of that than we, and any of us ever anticipated. Yeah. Also, she was so freaking young. I mean, she's being interviewed by Diane Sawyer at the age of, you know, she's just like 18 or something. Like how could you even know who you were, what you feel, what you think at that age, you're just kind of like, you are a little bit of a puppet to the, the people that are to the um, person that, yeah, the machine. That's a good way to put it. It is a big machine around her. Well, Taylor Swift has even talked about that. Like she was just trying to be the good girl and you just decide that you need to be this image. And so you start to play into that. And so I think Britney was probably the first one of that in some ways, just because it was in such a time of like boy bands and she well, just... it was all about boys at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's even a moment in the film. So the person who was her marketing person who I actually know her name's Kim Kaiman. Um, she said, you know, like what they were doing was kind of the impossible because it was the moment of boy bands and girls right. weren't selling at that time. Right. But there was something about her that like, um, connected to young women and older women because there was a sex appeal and there was an innocence at the same time and uh, you know it's she it's it's so interesting like from a misogynistic standpoint like what the media did to her i know is unreal well also when we're talking about these interviews i mean there was one clip they show of this guy who asked her a question he says well you know the the thing that everyone's talking about and she's like what and he's like your boobs and i was so pissed off yeah it was like, like for, for, it was a foreign interview I think. but the fact that in that time she had to deal with that stuff too like getting so famous so fast and like you know there's the justin timberlake factor too like it all it just showed to me the whole like i don't know if you want to call it the me too stuff or whatever but just the mentality and the programming that we have and specifically like I think we're breaking out of some of it but like we're so hard on girls a hundred percent yeah I mean even they because they do go into the 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 JT breakup and I forget the name of the guy who um, was interviewed but he was just like there is a machine in media that is ready to prop a guy up when misogyny comes in 100 like the fact that like after the breakup Justin was really quick to control the narrative and the analogy was like they made her the high school slut where he was the he was the like shiny quarterback that everyone like rallied behind when like the and reality then asking her like did asking him like did you fuck her and he's like he's like yeah, yeah I he that. can say that yeah right so he can say that but then like he paints her in this certain way which we both know that people with a good publicist can paint shit in any way they want. 100%. And his publicist at the time I know was like very, very good. Um, but like, it's hilarious because it's not like Justin's like this amazing dude. I mean, he's been caught cheating like a million times at this point. So it's just like mind blowing to me. I don't know if she did. cheat. like, who knows what really happened, but because she never threw him under the bus, like she totally got thrown under the bus. Right. And right. I just thought that whole thing was pretty disgusting. Well, you know, the the rise of their fame and particularly their relationship was coincided perfectly with like the rise of tabloid magazines in the U.S. Yes. Th- these things have existed um, as part of pop culture in the U.K. for a really long time. And it was, you know, a lot of times it's around the royalty. Right. But we, we don't, don't have, have that. Yeah. But and so they kind of became our prince and princess. Mm-hmm. And so um, we felt like we needed to know everything about them. So sure. it leads into that. You know, that's what opens the door 
for those questions to be asked about like their sex life and like there's a clip of like her being asked if she's a virgin like oh that was so harsh why is that necessary it's none of our business um and she, you know i did like there's a mo- they they pull a clip where you know she's sort of being chastised for being too sexy and she's like she says, isn't that what every woman wants is to feel sexy? Right. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. And we paint women to be sexy all the time. It's like how it's sort of what society expects from women. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand that when some woman, when a woman like Britney Spears is like, yeah, I'm going to own my sexuality and be sexy. Suddenly it's not what we want. Right. Just it's, maybe it was win. because of her it's age, like, but like. I think that was still, their argument. Even still, like, I mean, at that point when she, like, really turned on the sexy card, like, she was over 18. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, tough. we do we college girl calendars. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying any of that stuff is the way women should be presented, but it is, it is, like, a choice of your own. And so it's hard because I think, especially as a woman's trying to find her voice, we all are kind of exploring you know, you're pushing the boundaries and you're testing stuff out and you're like, Ooh, that felt good. Ooh, that didn't feel good. And that was to me, if you're get famous so young, you're having to do that in the public eye, which is very tricky. And like, everyone's going to have an opinion. And she did in a couple interviews say like, you just can't care. Cause I think she had to get there pretty quickly just because she got a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is parents, I think are so quick to assume that anyone who is in the public eye as an entertainer that's young signed up to be their child's role model. Right. And that's not the so case. So much pressure. It's yeah. not the case. She yeah. signed up to be a singer. That was it. Right. <laughs> There's a lot that comes with it. There's but a lot that comes with it. You don't I'm, think about that till you're in the moment. Right. Yeah. And, you know, sure, I'm sure Britney wanted to be a good role model, but I think she probably wanted to be Britney more than your kid's babysitter. Well, she and said that. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not fair to put that on any sort of entertainer. I agree with that. You know, it's one thing if you're like, your job is to like, you're the host of a t- children's television show and like, it's very specific about like teaching kids. Well, things. you're like Mr. Rogers or something. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But I mean, Hit Me Baby One More Time was her first single like, in a scandalous little outfit. Yeah, like, like what what yeah. uh, what parent on earth thought that that was a good idea to like make her a role model. Right. You know. Right. Well, Cardi B is pretty good about being like, no, 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 no. That's not my job. That like, is not my it's job. Not my job. I'm gonna be me, and if you don't want your kid to listen to that, then don't. Right. Like, I'm not out here doing that for kids. And thankfully, she can be that way now. Right. Like, I don't think right. that would have flown. I don't think know. Britney had the option. I think you're right. When you think it's like. Her first record came out like 98 or 99. Oh like I was it in has high been school. 20 some years. Jesus, that makes me bold. Yeah. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Well, we were talking about it from an act casual standpoint because a lot of the documentary addresses the paparazzi and their role in kind of her demise, I would say. I mean, I, I actually don't think Britney has made a comeback in some ways, but it's never been the same, right? Like, right. it's never been the same as when she, those moments where she shaved her head. She still doesn't have full custody of her kids or like half custody even. I think she has like 30%. Um, just all the shit that was going on in that time and the big role that the paparazzi played in that and there's that one scene where there's that one guy and he's like well she never really like asked us to not be there yeah he was like he says i mean she told us some nights like leave me alone for the night but she never said go away forever this is the beast of this whole thing right though because like the people that i've known who grew up with paparazzi around them kind of talk about that they're like you know it's it's almost like you get so used to it that you need a break and you like stop but then it's like if they completely disappear or you leave or whatever and nobody cares you find yourself feeling like this lack irrelevant yeah yes and so then you like do these things to stay relevant i don't know how she doesn't have like or not just britney anybody in those situations have strokes the flashes, I mean, they're right in your face. It's yeah. got to be blinding. There yeah. is one moment where she bas- she says, like, can you back up? I'm scared. Well, because there was two paparazzi fighting. Yeah. So, like, it's intense to watch from, I think we, like, think about it-ish. And I also think paparazzi has died down a little bit since social media has picked up so right. much. Right, But, like, the intensity of those moments and trying to walk through while the paparazzi is flashing like crazy it's scary certain mo- some, some of those pictures sold for millions of dollars yeah there's a, a guy named Britton stone who was the photo editor of um us weekly for like 10 years is in the documentary and he said like every week his photo budget was hundred and forty thousand dollars. so he you add that up over the years that he was there and he's like i spent millions on photos right. and the, the more candid it was the better well that's why the guy who got her the guy who got her with the umbrella coming after his car, I mean, he's he said in it, it was a, a money shot. Yeah, but he was like, yeah, like 
you kind of are like, oh God, she's breaking down. But then you're also like, well, there's my paycheck. Well, and here's some context that I did not know about that night. So that night, she she was riding in the car of her cousin, Allie. They had gone. Who Ken- also went to LSU, by the way. Oh, there you Woo! go. Um, <laughs> Kevin Federline had her, her ex-husband and father of her kids had had custody has like physical custody of the kids and she doesn't have visitation. She had gone to his house and rung the doorbell begging him to see her kids. Which is terrible. He refused. Yeah. And in that, a paparazzi spotted her and called this guy, I think his name was Carlos, called him and said, hey, I'm trailing Britney Spears. It's just me. Grab your camera. Come here. She went to a mobile gas station um, to get gas, I mean, the cousin right. goes in to pay, and the um, that's when the paparazzi, the couple of people, like start like taking photos of her, and she gets out of the car and loses it because, like, in that moment, she is at her rock bottom. Like her husband, totally. her ex husband, will not let her see her children, and she, I think, maybe she, at that point, she'd gone back again and tried, and he still wouldn't let her. So she was like at the end of her rope. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, because the. The incident happened behind a Jiffy Lube. Oh <laughs> yeah. So from the mobile gas station, they followed her to Kevin's again. He still wouldn't let her in. Then she went behind a Jiffy Lube, and that's where she like pulled out the umbrella and lost it all. I that. mean, I have said this since that actually happened, but like I feel it even more after watching this documentary. I could totally see myself doing that exact thing. What else? Like it was her only course of action. Well, she didn't been, hurt anybody. No, but she if put a couple been, dents in a car. Yes, if you've been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, and like they're still doing it right in your face, and like it's a bad catcher on a bad day. Like it's so stressful, and so you just I can't. I totally would be like, just or here's what it feels like would be what I would be thinking. Right. Or like, how do you feel if I do this to you? Or like. Let me give you something. You want something to write about? Here you go. Right. Like. I can remember when I was a kid, like, if I really wanted to annoy my sister, like, I just wouldn't leave her alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, hey, hey, Because people hey, get to their breaking poker, point. Yeah. Like, and that's what that is. That's why they have the statement, poke the bear. Right. That's yeah. what it, that's exactly what that is. It's like, this poor woman is literally at her lowest point in her life. And you're going to put a camera in her face and be like, mm-hmm. hey, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Like not and to no, you, fuck you, right. man. Like I want to talk to my kids, right? Um, I, you know, this the whole thing is was fascinating. Like, I um, what the what's interesting? So the conservatorship. So that's what it's really about. Too. So it really gets to like the fact that her dad is still in control of the conservatorship, which he's got. He's not in control now of her person. I think wasn't that what it was called? He. He was in control of her person and, and her, finances. her financials. She is now, she asked, um, she is, they're fighting in court, obviously. I think there's a court date today. I swear to God, February 11th, God, there I was hope something. There is. Um, the timing would be perfect. Mm-hmm. She, um, he is now no longer in control of her person. And there's a co conservator that's the bank that is helping with the finances. Which she was had to fight to get. To, had to fight to get. She wants her dad off of it. So it sounds like they have a pretty tumultuous relationship too. This I is mean, the his part. His history is a little sketchy. Like 100%. He was like, you know. He's like an alcoholic. He was an alcoholic. He couldn't keep a job. Are her parents he, still married? I, I don't think they figure are. figure that out. I don't think they are. Okay. Um, He couldn't keep a job. He filed for bankruptcy. And then... Even Kim Kyman, the woman from the label, she, 
she said she says a couple things about him. She says he wasn't around. Um, a he wasn't around, but in the beginning, he said, "My daughter's going to be so rich, she's going to buy me a boat." And, so the, and Kim goes, "That's all I'm going to say about Jamie." Well, Spears. right, like that. Yeah, that sounds. And then it up. he shows up when the shit hit the fan and's like, "I want to control this," and you know that she hadn't. I don't think. I mean, her mother was around, but Jamie Lynn was so little at the mm. beginning that there's this assistant named Felicia <laughs> who is precious. She's so cute, but you made a funny point because she talks about they couldn't figure out what to call <laughs> They're her. They're going to call her her partner. And she goes, I mean, that didn't sound right. So <laughs> we landed on assistant. <laughs> partner. I was so confused why they even thought that was a good idea, though. I, I mean, like, I, feel like that might, I feel like that might have been before partner became like the PC like dating term. Oh. I don't know. I mean, it was 20 years ago. I guess. Um. But she's, you know, it's like she takes you sort of on this journey through her photos. Like, I mean, I want to go in her house. It looks like it's like this shrine to Britney Spears. <laughs> it is. Which and I can't she's like living in yesterday. I know. But she, and, and she got fucked by the conservatorship, too. I like, know. I mean, she basically looks like she's an usher. She is on yeah. the road, I think. Yeah. She like takes people to their seats. Oh, Felicia. I would love to I would love to spend a day with Felicia. Yeah. But so the big ending of the the whole point of the whole documentary, I guess, is to talk about the conservatorship. And there's this whole movement now called Free Britney that was started by these two girls who started this podcast called Is it Britney's Graham or something? Oh uh, yeah, it's um it, hold I on. I wrote it, it down, down, I think. It's like judging Britney's Graham or something. Um, Britney's Graham podcast. Yeah, Brit- Britney's yeah. Graham. But it's, it's basically babs. it started because Britney's Instagram has gotten so confusing. <laughs> Would be the right way to say it, I guess. But um, so they started a podcast, and they're like, "Wait a second, we feel like she's actually maybe sending some messages. Maybe she's not as crazy as we're all acting like she is right now." And once you see this documentary and you realize how strategic she was in her career. It makes a little more sense. Yes. Like she obviously can't say certain things because of the law and maybe the conservatorship and like the control that they still have over her. But maybe these crazy, bizarre, wacky posts are actually her communicating something different. And that's what this whole movement has kind of put their feet behind. And the, and the, the host of this podcast, her names are Babs and Tess. And they fucking know they're Britney Spears. Like, right. they, they, and I mean, they've, they go pretty deep and they, I haven't listened to the podcast, but I kind of want to listen, start oh, listening I will now. For sure now. But that, you know, they noticed, um, they noticed when a, an announcement was made that she had like checked herself into a facility, but they, 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 they did noticed, a smiley yeah. face, um, emoticon and not an emoji. And they were like, Something's off here. Like Brittany did not write this. She Brittany always uses, uses emojis. emojis. She also loves three exclamation points. Mm-hmm. But she also there's this drives a me a little crazy. Emoji. She does love a butterfly. She it, it drives me crazy. And she's not the only one that does it. But they like there's a space after the last letter and then the three exclamation points and then a space. <laughs> I'm like, why is there that space? That drives me crazy. Um, I digress. Details. But they pointed out in the lo- like. In the lawsuit that she's filing to end the conservatorship, like the very specific language that she and her lawyer are putting in there. And because the conservatorship filed paperwork to try and change the language 
so that the relationship would be called a hybrid business model, which means that they, the conservatorship would be making money off of Britney which, Spears. And they have control over when she performs, when she signs a TV deal, when she signs a movie deal. Like They control her life, and she is now truly a puppet. Well, so now she's saying she's not going to work until her dad right. is off the deal, which makes you be even more like he is literally using his daughter as a business. Yeah. Like she is his moneymaker. And that to me is just so sad, especially because her mental health has been so involved the last couple of years. There's children involved. Like there's all this stuff about the kids not even liking her dad, Jamie, and him kind of being abusive and having an abusive moment with Jaden. And yeah. just it's so dark. But like, I highly recommend the documentary just for the information and the backstory to some stuff. I think that we just didn't see, or it's funny how the media can just spin it however they want. And you see these backstories and you're like, Oh my God, there was so much more to that story than this. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, we talked about like, well, how does this fit fit our like sort of at casual brand? And it's like, I truly believe that like Brittany did her best to act casual and it kind of came back in bitter in the ass so I think the moral to the story for me is is you have to like stand up and fight for yourself in these things and don't let it get like don't let your life sort of like get away from you because it got out of it got so out of control that I think the only option for her was to sort of self-medicate and do these weird things and sort of torpedo her career. That's a really good point to do to take care of yourself and your own life enough that you're not letting yourself get to the point of taking an umbrella to somebody's car or shaving your head or doing those things. And again, like I actually say that, I mean, we kind of laugh when we say that because it's so extreme, but genuinely I could see myself, you know, like when you deplete yourself so much, I don't do that extreme of stuff. I haven't shaved my head yet, but, (laughs) but I mean, there are things that happen that I'm just like, you fucking snap. Right. And yeah, so it's like people punch walls and do things like that. Right. You know, it's those types of moments. And you could say act casual and don't do that, but like, don't let yourself get to the point where that feels like the best option right. is really more right. of the thing. Right. My favorite quote from the whole thing. And I mean, this is a sort of a non sequitur, but like, I don't know if you guys remember Dave Holmes. He was, a Oh DJ. my God. Yes. Uh, but TRL. he, he, um, he basically says, um, that oh wait i wrote it down he said it's impossible to know her because we never knew her Mm. we know um we know her even less now she's kind of unknowable and i was like oh my god that is so so nail on head like because there was so much control being thrust upon her we never really got to know britney spears no, and like also, yeah, the control piece and then also just playing into the image, like we right. said. And then she got sick of that, I think. Yeah. And so then she exploded and it's like, but that's not probably really her either. Right, that's a reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. a reaction. It's like a trauma response, yeah. really. Yeah. Oh, Brittany. Free Brittany, though. Seriously, Free I am like team Brittany. Brittany, hardcore. I want her to have her own money. It's like, I mean, I know that the girl has struggled a bit, but like, haven't we all? Look, there point? is, we haven't talked about this guy, Sam Lufty. Um, the, the reason why people get in conservatorships is a, you know, a lot of times they can't take, they physically can't take care of themselves. But um, the financial side of it is if you, it's not just about like not being able to, they say it's not about being able to just balance your checkbook. It's like if you are 
the potential for fraud is there where someone's going to take your money. Or like, yeah, you're going to give your money. You're going to give your money away. And And I do think that Sam Lefty guy is fucking sketchy. There's something off for sure. I mean, he's still like, he's still in the picture as of 2019. They've had to do a new restraining order. Yeah. So that was shocking to me. Right. But you know, it was, she was being manipulated by him. Like he was probably the one person that was like, Oh, you can do whatever you want, Brittany. Mm -hmm. And was like letting her just kind of do her thing while manipulating her. You know, I think the thing that makes me so sad about her dad is, you know, unfortunately when you do get that famous, there are a lot of clingers on and like users or people who want to maximize themselves through you or whatever. Um, and it's hard to trust. I mean, for sure. 100%. She was super, super famous. I mean, like another level kind right. of famous. Um, but you feel like you should be able to lean back on your family, you know, like of all people, those should be the people that have your best interest at heart, regardless of how famous or how much money you have. And so it makes me really sad about her dad. I will tell you this. A friend of mine posted that her mom, I guess, is like a Rodan and Field salesman now. Shut up. So I was like, well, Lynn's obviously not taking her money. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she has an Instagram account that's like Lynn Spears, and it says Rodan and Fields in it. Wow. Go ahead, Lynn. I like it. Yeah, Swing I mean, work for your money, girl. Amen. Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, to, to be honest, her mother should be the one that's... I thought that too, because it seems like she actually just cares about her daughter, but yeah. hard to or say when you're on the Brittany outside. Or they should let choose who she wants it to be. Well, like, she wants it to be a bank. A bank or and a lawyer. Like I mean, that makes me sad. Like that, The fact that you would feel like you would want strangers, but just people. I think she just wants people who know what they're doing and don't have a motive. You right. know, they're, they're just doing business, right. and I don't blame her for that, so... Anyway, maybe she needs red light management. uh, Sure. Call Call me girl. Call Chip Dorsch at Chip (laughs) Dorsch. Um, So anyway, go watch the documentary. It's on Hulu. It's actually a little tricky to find, but it's under the New York Times documentaries and it's called Framing Britney. When I signed, when I watched it last night, it was like when I hit power, it was like the main. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely like high up there. I'm sure. Um, Okay. So for the listener, (laughs) listener, email of the week I died I loved it it's not even really a question it's more of a statement but this is from Sarah and she says hey Chip and Kelly is this a short enough email to read while drunk <laughs> lolol here's hoping Chip and TJ Osborne get together at Sledapalooza even if it's just a one-time thing cheers here, from here. Canada <laughs> she writes me back this was um like an hour later yeah this is the middle of the day though so it's like hilarious even more she goes it's been a solid half hour and i'm still laughing about my email to you <laughs> am i drunk anyway tgif i love her <laughs> i love her too sarah thank you so much i mean that is the perfect email link though uh, it's <laughs> amazing it's amazing and it's like she's putting good energy out into the world she totally is yeah for you and tj yeah, i'm all for it sledapalooza <laughs> I will say I went on my rant and I was like, wait, I hope people don't not write in now because I totally was like, it's really, it was more about a me thing and my stutter when I like can't read through these long emails. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, we're like saying to make better choices by not drinking. I know. We're like lecturing (laughs) Morgan Wallen. Although we're not drinking today because we had to record a little bit earlier today because of some work stuff. Um, I did get a couple DMs that I wanted to ask you about. Oh, this was just about the merch. We have some updates. We're, we're, I had a call this morning. Yeah. I mean, it's happening. happening, It is full blown happening. We've sent them the list of things 
that we're working are on designs, yeah phrases yeah. we're working on designs we're building out the page like this shit is going it's coming down, down. 2021 baby um this is from Tracy. She says, okay, for merch, you need wine glasses and coffee mugs. I didn't think about wine glasses. It's pretty funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Chip can dramatically read my Instagram if he wants. Looking forward to the narration. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to read dramatic readings from Brittany's Instagram, and you were like, I don't want her to feel like we're making fun of her, though. Like, yeah. she listens. I'd have to. I'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part oh of Oh, my God. <laughs> Britt, let me know which one you want me to read. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Brittany, when you listen to this, DM us. <laughs> you know, I'm at Velvet's Edge. I know yeah, you already know that, right, Britt? Um, okay, so I posted this thing on my Instagram, and it said, this was a question I wanted to ask you, Chip. But so it was a really funny meme, and it said, fuck nudes, send me a dated invoice from your therapist so I know you're working on yourself. <laughs> and so I wrote, oh, my God, I legit just slid off my chair at the thought. Because, like, that's all I want now, that's right? That's so like, funny. I mean, if you're dating anyone or you're like going out there, I don't think once you get to a certain age, you're not like, Ooh, send me a dick pic. You're like literally like, no, but literally what are you doing to work on yourself and like deal with your past wounds? Right. <laughs> like, right. To heal from if your you're trauma. sending dick pics, it's like some like enormous thing that you saw online. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> it's really your joke. dick. Yeah. It's not even yours. <laughs> but this girl wrote me back and goes also throw in an ST. STD test and a vaccination certificate. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, my well, so what, when you start Sledapalooza, let's do a hypothetical here. What are going to be your things that you have to get checked off the list before you either A, go on a date or B, hook up with someone? Oh my God. Is the COVID vaccine going to be a requirement? I mean, I feel like it should be. Okay. I think that's a responsible thing. Okay. Um, that's it. Okay. <laughs> we Did know you brush your teeth? <laughs> so somebody's easy. Yeah. Cool. This is going to be I mean, be it's fun. called Slotopalooza. Right. For a know. reason. Okay. What about an STD test? I mean, are you, are you practice safe sex. Okay. So practice safe sex. Yeah. So you don't care if they're in therapy or not. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, I... Only me here? Should I want them to be in therapy or not be in therapy? Well, to me, I guess it depends. I mean, I feel like everyone has shit. So if they have at some point done therapy or they can acknowledge like, oh, yeah, like I love to look at, you know, my demons. <laughs> <laughs> I love to talk to the devil on my shoulder. Yeah, that's probably a little. No, I mean, I feel like it's a weird question to lead with. Like, hey, by the way, ever been to therapy? Okay, I have to tell you this. After I canceled my engagement or whatever, I was in intensive therapy for years, right? And so I literally would be that girl that's like on a first date and I'm like... Uh, I don't know if I like directly ever said like, Hey, do you do therapy? But I was so just like, let's talk about your like childhood of the first day. You know, I'm like, like any trauma we need to know. I'm like, what's your relationship with your mom and dad? You know, like I just literally was that person. And I mean, I don't, I still feel that way, but I mean, it's cause it's like, if people can acknowledge, yeah, I like had a really fucked up childhood. I've done a lot of work on myself. Then maybe they're ready for the relationship. Right. But it's probably a little aggressive for a first date. I feel like, um, (laughs) well, but you know, back in the, you know, the stone ages when, Uh before dating apps. Right. You had to like, sort of get some of that stuff out on the first date. Whereas with dating apps now, you can kind of get some of that stuff out. That's true. Like just through conversation. For me, it's also like, 
grammar and spelling like oh that's right i forgot about what a stickler you are on i know well i think you can tell a lot about a person by like the way that they write you know so like if they write cuz like c-u-z instead of no i don't hate that okay i don't hate that it's more about like the difference between there there and there and Mm -hmm. like your and your those kinds of things that feels like a real buzzkill it's a slut of palooza Well, if they're hot enough, I don't fucking care. Right. You know, I was, it actually feels like a real boner killer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is more about like a long term thing. Like, you don't want to right. be in a serious relationship with someone who doesn't know the difference between there and there. Okay. Well, so or do we have a date yet on Slut of Palooza? Or are we just, we're gearing no, it's, up? It's a work in progress. We're gearing up. I mean, you look great. Thank you. And you're feeling yourself, <laughs> which feels Well, great. I mean, I feel like it's, it, there needs to be a little bit of like going out. Oh yeah, like Possible, normal you know, life. Like, yeah. yeah, before yeah. I can really slut it up. <sighs> I can't wait for the day. I'm just dying for the stories already. It's really going to be fun for us. <laughs> um, all right, well, you guys keep the emails coming. Sorry if I was like a little bit of a buzzkill last week about that. I was just really feeling my own um, inferiority in reading emails. If yeah. we're being honest. It seems like Sarah got the the humor. Sarah that. did, and Sarah really called me out in the best way possible. Yeah, it was I love such it. a funny statement. I love it. Um, keep the emails coming to at casual at velvetsedge.com. Watch the documentary and send us your thoughts. Framing Britney on Hulu. I'd love to hear feedback from you guys if y'all are like vibing with what we said too, or if you have different thoughts. Um, or if you feel like hashtag free Britney is a real thing or it should be, you know, like which side are you on? I'm all about free and Britney. Me Hashtag too. free Britney. Me too. Same. I need to get me one of those shirts. Well, maybe Eve we should, had one maybe on should, the view. Maybe we should just make some merch. Oh my Ooh, God. We steal it. <laughs> all of a I'm sudden just, we're getting sued. We're getting sued. This is over before it starts. Uh, okay. We my favorite way, the, real quick before we go, like <laughs> the, one of the funniest things in the documentary is like the chance that they made like hit, Hey, ho, the conservative ship has got to go. Like conservative ship is such like a weird word. The conservative ship has got to go. They have like so many chants that like seem really awkward. They're like, they have a really hard time like finding the beat because of that word. The conservative ship has got to go. It is hard. It's a tough word. Let's make a jingle. We'll sing it next okay. week. We'll All think right. of something. All right. You guys email us at, at casual at velvetsedge.com or you can hit me up on Instagram. It's at velvetsedge. Chip is at Chip Dorsch. And always remember act casual. Bye. Bye. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.